0: Day. The
1: Mindset Digital Podcast. Three, two, one. Hi there. Want to get a text message whenever we publish a new episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast? It's a super easy one-click shortcut to the show. To sign up, just text MSDPOD, that's M-S-D-P-O-D, all one word, to 555-888 and we'll get you started good times. Welcome to the Mindset Digital Podcast with insight and analysis from the intersection of social media, learning, and technology. Here's our creative director, Pete Brown.
0: All right, welcome back to the Mindset Digital Podcast. I took last week off, so we're going to be full of, of a Cool things to talk about this week, and joining me, as always, in the reboot of the podcast is Matthew Weiner. Hey, Pete, you can just call me Weiner. Thanks, Weiner. and uh, <laughs> I just noted during the mic check that uh, I asked you what you had for breakfast, and what did you say? <laughs> I, avocado toast. Oh, man, you're millennial cred. <laughs> off the charts. So, uh, my daughter was in her school play, high school play over the weekend, yeah. and we had the cast party at our house. Mm-hmm. So, my house has like a ton of leftover pizza and sodas <laughs> in the fridge. And so on my way here, I drank something called a Mister Pib Extra. Oh, that's X T R A, and it just tasted like a regular Mister Pib to me.
2: Yeah, I didn't. What is the difference? I don't
0: know I, what's extra about, but hmm. it made me think that this version of the Mindset Digital Podcast is extra <laughs> X T R A because we hate, we're starting it with an update from a previous podcast. Yeah. All right. So give us the update. All right. So we have a.
2: Big WeWork update from our, our previous episode. Uh, oh, we, Adam, we talked about their IPO is sometime this year. Yeah, so their IPO is delayed now, so we don't know when it's going to be. And Adam Newman, their charismatic CEO slash cult leader, is out. He resigned? He stepped down as CEO. He will still be on as non executive chairman of their parent company, the mm-hmm. We Company, but they also uh, drastically reduced the power of his special voting shares. So he used to get 20
0: votes per share. Now it's just three. I gotcha. And you told me we could practically do a whole episode just about him, that he was really weird.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and this just seems so like telling for this moment in Silicon Valley that like none of that behavior Again, highly recommend that New York Magazine piece. You know, none of that was enough to, like, raise any red flags or at least not enough for right. this, you know, $47 billion valuation that they were going for in January. It was only now that they've botched the IPO that, hey, maybe uh, investors are
0: going to have a Is that up. why he was kind of pressured to step down? Because uh, I read, like, the, I, the valuation is like a third of what it originally yeah,
2: was. Yeah, it's about $15 billion now down from, again, it was $47 billion in January. And uh, so he's out. Uh, yeah. They have two current executives that they've named as co-chief executives for now. Yeah. But you're really not sure what's going to happen with them long term. That always
0: works. Co-chief executives.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the thing for me, I wonder is, you know, do they just kind of pivot to a normal real estate company that specializes yeah. in co-working, which we've seen they do have competitors that yeah. are profitable doing that. right? Or do they kind of try to bounce back and say, no, we're still this, this tech unicorn and yeah. we're going to come back from it.
0: Yeah, that's what's, well, first of all, I've, in this round of the news cycle, learned more about his odd behavior. <laughs> uh, and it's just, it. what's perplexing is that they're a tech company, but at their base are real estate holdings, which are something yeah. real, right? So mm-hmm. you should look at that and go, oh, that's a stable company trying to do some tech innovation on top. But they, yeah. like, did whatever they could to not let that be their story. Right, and they
2: took on all of this you know all of this debt, so they're still you know wildly unprofitable, yeah, not really sure what the path to profitability would be as the sort of big tech company, you know, as a real estate company maybe, yeah. but at the same time, if you don't have that massive valuation, they probably wouldn't have had all of that
0: you know investment interest I think there's and tell me if you agree with this, there's a point in some startups life where having that kind of founder is helpful. <laughs> Right. But I think it's very early on, yeah. you know, where they're like, well, he's a quirky genius, but yeah. we like what they're doing.
2: Yeah, a quirky genius, but maybe not, you know, like having his wife or ex-wife, like
0: firing people due to bad vibes yeah. kind of genius. Yeah, yeah. You can, uh, in Ohio, by the way, you can fire someone due to bad vibes. Sure. Because it's, I, it's, at it's will. an at-will can, yeah. Oh, right damn. now I could be like, Wiener, man, <laughs> those glasses are not working for me today. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, that's the WeWork thing. So it'll be interesting to see if their strategy. So when I see somebody appoint co leaders, I'm mm-hmm. like, boy, they are not. Certain at all what the heck they're doing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one of, one of my other favorite little details that came out from WeWork was that their their honesty markets, yeah. the sort of self serve snack markets, have also had to be shut
0: down due to excessive theft. Oh, okay. So so, so if you went to a WeWork office, there was like free food and stuff, sort
2: of for like like granola bar snacks, and you know, I guess you're supposed to put a dollar or mm-hmm. whatever it is in in the you know in the in the yeah. cup, and that was not happening.
0: Yeah. Similar thing happened at my friend's community motorcycle garage. You're supposed to pay a dollar for each beer you take out of the fridge. And every time I've been there, it's just him shouting at people, put a dollar up. <laughs> so I don't know if the honesty markets are going to work out. Now, we did uh, we tried out a co-working place recently. Was that free coffee downstairs? I didn't go get any. Um, no, it was not. But mm. it, it was, again, in honesty. I got gotcha. you. honesty box. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see if either you or I can live up to the high ideals <laughs> of the honesty market when we go back in. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm going first with an update for you. And It's right. actually three updates three. thematically tied in by the theme of transportation, which is something I wanted to talk about for a while. Okay, so the <laughs> first one is, uh, last April, Elon Musk tweeted that Tesla was on the verge of having a million-mile battery for their cars. <laughs> no, that's not... A million-mile range <laughs> means the lifetime of the battery should have to mil- last a million miles. Hmm. So that's the thing about electric cars. After a certain number of miles, the batteries degrade. Oh, uh, okay. And, yet, like, and I know in my Prius, I'm at like 150,000 miles, and pretty soon I'll have to have that battery pack changed. Oh, okay. I don't know when. <laughs> I guess when it stops running. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good sneak yeah. peek of you being stuck on the highway. But uh, apparently this week, so there was a, a study from, I can't say this right. I think it's the Scottish University Dalhousie hmm. uh, that kind of shows he might be for real. That the oh. technology's there; it's not far away. It is possible to have a battery that will last that long. So oh. I think that's interesting because just like uh, Adam Newman, and mm-hmm. it's Newman, not Neumann, I mean, right? Yeah, I think Newman. In we work right. I want Tesla to win, but they have this very quirky founder, and I can't tell if he's helping or hurting them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I I want electric cars to win. I don't know if I need Elon Musk to win at this point. That's right. So, and again, for a long time, it was great to have them be that innovator and pushing, pushing, pushing. But I know he's gotten in trouble multiple times now (laughs) for tweeting different things that are affecting their stock price. And I think they've actually kind of told him he can't do that anymore. Yeah. So (laughs) So one person the SEC actually took action against. Yeah. So we'll see what happens uh, if they get a battery that lasts a million miles. That's a long Hmm. time for a car. That's almost 20 years if most people drive five, ten thousand, twenty thousand 10,000, 20,000 miles a year, I guess. Uh, Next update, City of San Francisco. Hmm. You know, that's where rent rentable electric scooters were born <laughs> and uh later banned because they became a <laughs> scourge across the city. Uh they have now licensed four scooter companies. Oh. For up yes. to 10,000 scooters there and um so I thought this was interesting because we have them in Columbus now. Do uh, downtown? I've, I've I've actually ridden one. Have you done it yet? No. I still have not ridden one. And are you? Is, do you
2: think you will? Or... I, I'm anti-scooter. I, I'm coming around more. I don't know how long do we want the podcast to get. I I'm anti the way that they've just blanketed all of these cities yeah. and you know kind of taking that Uber approach to you know we'll figure out the regulation later. Yeah, it's been a pain for like pedestrians trying to get around. Yeah, I I think if it gets people to not drive then ultimately I'm for them. Yeah, I got you. But I would like to see more in, you know, is this replacing car traffic or is this just an extra fun toy
0: that people are using? Sure. Yeah. So the only time I've ridden them was I had a meeting with one client and then (laughs) a VO session like maybe eight blocks away and I didn't want to park and then... (laughs) Drive and park again, and so I took a scooter. Now you're supposed to ride them in the streets, right? Which I did not do. Yeah. I was like, "Are you crazy?" Yeah, and I didn't have a helmet. You're supposed to have a helmet. Uh, and and you know they are fun, but you're mm-hmm. also in downtown traffic. So <laughs> San Francisco makes more sense because they have bike lanes everywhere, and that's mm. where you're supposed to ride them. And so oh, so they are allowed to go in the bike lanes. Yes, so. okay. They're supposed to, <laughs> and uh, so. Of these four companies, one of the, I guess one of the contentious issues was, you know, and you can do this in Columbus, you can leave it wherever. Right. You just take a picture of it and they go, okay. <laughs> uh, in San Francisco, they have to lock to something. Ah, okay. And so apparently when they piloted these regulations, the complaints to 311 Kind of plummeted. So, yeah, I you know I, I would hate them a lot less if we had designated docking stations, places where they could be. Yeah. yeah. So and and I thought after I wrote it that first time, like this is cool. I'm going to do it all the time. now I, <laughs> I have yet to have an opportunity. <laughs> uh, I can I see the kids at Ohio State. That makes sense to me too. Like if yeah. you're on West Campus and you've got to go all the way across to to East Campus, mm-hmm. I could see a scooter working if you don't want to wait for the bus. Yeah. So, uh, last bit of transportation news also from San Francisco. <laughs> Silicon Valley, is Voom has <laughs> launched in the U.S. And Voom is a <laughs> ride-sharing helicopter service. No. Oh. Do you, were you aware of that? No. So you download the Voom no, app, not. and uh, it goes from, you know, there's San Francisco, Napa, Oakland, and Palo Alto kind of <laughs> on their route. Huh. And uh, it's about a 20-minute helicopter flight. And apparently, what I was reading was, It's typically like, say, from San Francisco to Palo Alto, Mm. it's typically a 40-minute drive in the middle of the night when there's no traffic. (laughs) It's (laughs) minimally an hour and a half (laughs) during traffic. So a 20-minute helicopter flight. Now, how much do you think you would pay for that for one seat on the VOOM copter?
2: I I, I got to say I'm not too familiar with like benchmarking helicopter rides. I, <laughs> Have I, you ever I, ridden in a helicopter? I've never been. I, I yeah. keep wanting to do it at the state fair and like oh, yeah. chicken out at the last please minute. Don't. But, please
0: don't, please yeah. don't do <laughs> it at the state fair.
2: <laughs> I, I don't. I, well, okay. So San
0: Francisco pricing uh a hundred bucks. Uh, pretty close actually. It's about two hundred and fifteen dollars. Oh, right? But in San Francisco money, that's probably a hundred bucks of Columbus money. Yeah. You know if, what I mean? If that. Yeah. So I could see I mean there's <laughs> for whatever reason all these tech companies are clustered there and if you gotta to get to Palo Alto and you're a, a C suite person or mm-hmm. even a vice president, I could see two hundred and twenty bucks snapping. And
2: you're not Adam Newman and haven't already
0: gotten your own private jet for the company. That's exactly right. <laughs> So I thought that was interesting. Now, VOOM has been headquartered in San Francisco. It just it mm-hmm. always operated in Latin America. So huh. we'll see how that goes. So a 20-minute flight there. Um, I've also never huh. ridden a helicopter. Huh. You now One time when we were in the Smoky Mountains, we were going to do a tour. And then we're like, eh, when we ended up doing something else. And like three days later, a helicopter tour went down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really nervous about <laughs> helicopters. Yeah, I guess if I go to Hawaii, I might do a helicopter tour there. They seem yeah. pretty legit, right? I,
2: I learned from Magnum Pi; it's yeah. one of the most efficient ways to island hop. Yeah, that makes good sense. <laughs> good sense. So, so
0: make sure you have your good friend TC to help you out. So if either of us, um, <laughs> if either of us, look into that summer it's if cooled. we ever go on a helicopter ride, we have to do an extra <laughs> <laughs> make an update thing there. So, uh, but when I saw this, I thought it's going to be like a thousand dollars, and it's going to be hmm. literally only these Silicon Valley. You know exact types yeah this thing. So two, two fifteen didn't I mean, surprise me. I California am I money. am afraid to ask the
2: the environmental footprint for helicopters. Is oh it, my god! I mean, it, it can't be as bad as
0: jets, though, can it? It's got to still be pretty bad. Pretty bad. Like probably worse than a <laughs> yeah. car. And I didn't see anywhere in the story that they're buying carbon offsets. So. <laughs> All right, so that's well, it. So three okay. three transportation <laughs> updates. Uh, it seems like all transportation innovation is happening on the West Coast and mm-hmm. eventually making it here to Columbus. So <laughs> we will see. What do you got for us? All right. Well, we
2: have got uh, all things Amazon. Yeah, they big had, uh, big news conference or yeah, they had their uh, big tech events this week and a whole bunch of new products. I mean, like a whole bunch. I think up to fifteen total. Okay. Uh, only a couple that we probably need to go into in okay. any detail. So this
0: is all part of their put Alexa everywhere strategy.
2: Basically, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the big one, I would say, is probably the Echo Frames, which is, okay. don't call it Google Glass. It's, okay. it's Echo Frames. It's like glasses, right? It's glasses, yeah. Uh, so they they don't have a camera and they don't have a heads-up display, which is an interesting approach. It really is purely just Alexa. So you can
0: just talk to your glasses.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: gotcha.
2: You can talk to your glasses, you can have them read out notifications, you can make a call, you I know, gotcha. you can listen to your podcast. Okay. So they you know, they did some hands on at the event. They yeah. said the sound is Actually, not bad. It, hmm. it doesn't use like the usual bone conduction. They're using yeah. some other tech, but it, it it really does work. Okay. So you, they claim you could listen to music in a crowd room, and it won't be apparent to other people that you're Whoa. blasting
0: your music. All right, I'll definitely try that out.
2: Yeah, which I mean, if that yeah. if that works, that could be kind of interesting. I mean, I, I think it's you know, I mean, it, it's interesting that they they didn't go the Google Glass route. But yeah. They're kind of doing more of this incremental like bridge to get mm-hmm. Alexa everywhere, right? Gotcha. So you know, we're not weighing it down with the you know the big heads-up stuff, and they don't look that bad either. Yeah. Especially from the front, they look like you like know glasses. Yeah, like thick, chunky hipster glasses.
0: What, uh, like you're wearing right now? Yes. <laughs> um. What What else was there a ring? There, <laughs> there was. It was probably one of the more perplexing items
2: okay. that they put out. Was the so you've got on the one end we have the Echo Frames, on the other end we have the Echo Loop, which is a smart ring. Costs. I think the same as the glasses. Jeez. And for this, you get a tiny echo on your finger. You can tap it to wake up Alexa. You can take a call, but apparently the sound quality is not good. Hmm. You Not know, surprise. Yeah, so a little more gimmicky there. Very gimmicky. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you you will tap it, talk into it, yeah. then hold it up to your ear. Uh-huh. And which brings us to at that point for one hundred and eighty dollars, I don't know why you wouldn't just get the Echo Buds, which was their other big release. Those like earbuds. Yeah, this is like their AirPods competitor. Okay. And uh, unlike the Echo Loop, the, these. Apparently sound good. Yeah. So they, you know, they, they got Bose technology in there. It's all about the noise reduction. It's also Amazon's first headphones. And can they just work with regular Bluetooth if I want to listen to something on my phone? Yeah. 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 Regular Bluetooth, uh, they, you know, that supports Siri and Google Assistant. That was one thing with the frame. So they are only Android for now, yeah. not on iPhone. Yeah. Uh, the Buds will work with anything Alexa compatible. Okay. And uh, yeah, the sound quality is supposed to be pretty good. So if you're looking for an AirPod alternative, I guess yeah. check out Amazon.
0: Okay, and what else did they got? Uh, did The they
2: studio speaker was another big one. Okay, so
0: they have a big speaker, right? Yeah, real big. So
2: this was targeting the, the big music nerds. So this is, uh, I think, the first smart speaker to support
0: 3D audio. So that's like the Dolby Atmos and mm-hmm. Sony's 360. Yeah, 3D, 3D. audio is a, a, totally a real thing. Isn't <laughs> that something some marketer dreamed <laughs> <Are> of? <you> sure. <laughs> the high qu- so
2: it ties yeah, in. Super high-quality audio. Yeah, because
0: they recently had the, uh, they, they're offering like lossless tracks now lossless. for their I music service. Yeah, so they're kind of, you know... It's a lossless music consumption <laughs> experience. More, I'm more of a lossy guy myself.
2: Yeah. So that, that was another big one. And again, early reviews. Good. Sounds supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, did they do an oven? They, <laughs> they did. They So they have a smart oven. This is a lot more advanced than the, the previous microwave they put yeah. out. So this is a four-in-one microwave, convection cooking, air fryer, food warmer, there's no uh, echo directly on board. You have to control it with a with a separate Alexa oh, device. Okay, I you. Gotcha. So it is shipping right now with a with a dot, so I that gotcha. way you'll get the device to control it as well. And uh, the interesting thing with the oven is, well, it's more of a microwave, is that it you can also scan items and it'll automatically set know the timers. what to do. Interesting. Right. So naturally, you can expect all of these Whole Foods items that you yeah. can buy
0: there will be programmed Boop. in. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been because they own Whole Foods. Yeah. I gotcha because I, I I make microwave popcorn that's that's my snack of choice uh-huh. and I have I have to push the button that says popcorn and that's a lot of work for me so thank god they're coming up with some way to keep me from having to do that yeah and then, so uh, some of the other smaller ones there's a you know they have a
2: new small ring security camera mm-hmm. uh, Echo Flex. It's their smallest Echo. It's uh, you just plug it in and create a smart outlet. Yeah. Uh, they have a new mesh Wi-Fi update, and yeah. I think a smart lamp for kids coming out too.
0: Yeah, they they kind of lost me after the earbuds. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. So uh, continuing the put Echo <laughs> everywhere now. Echo Amazon Echo is my house's system. Basically, mm. we don't hit ha- you know. My kids ha- had them both in their rooms, but they both unplugged them because they got sick of me calling them. <laughs> dropping in them, the yeah. And then I got a smart plug because I have this um, like a ledge, and I've been mm. slowly putting a train track up there. Oh, you'd like this. And, oh. and the train is actually a uh, Philadelphia streetcar. Oh. oh. And so I got the smart plug, and I can say, Alexa, start the train, and it'll go. See, <laughs> so you've got the L? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. It's just, uh, it, it doesn't look as good up there as I thought it would. <laughs> so I'm very disappointed because my whole life I've wanted to have this since I ate a hamburger at Bearden's in Cleveland, Ohio, and they have a train track running around <laughs> their room. Uh, and then my son figured out, so, how to reprogram it. So if I say, Alexa, stop the train, she just says the train stops for no one. <laughs> so, so it's gotten to be kind of a mess and he's, he's refused to unprogram it that way. So. currently non-functioning. So... Well, so speaking of Alexa, they did have one other big update, and
2: interestingly, this I think this came out the day before the big conference, so they they kind of teased it. They they're putting together a voice interoperability initiative. Oh yeah, and they've got like signers together from like over thirty companies and the big ones. You've got Microsoft, Sonos, Spotify, Bose, BMW, and then hardware companies too, like Intel and Qualcomm,
0: like pledged. So this is like a spec, basically, so that. The, the way I do voice will be will work with a different product.
2: Right. So they they wanna the, the main goal is to get devices to support multiple wake words, which yeah. I I never really thought about it, but I guess that makes the device a lot more complicated to mm-hmm. program and just more expensive all around. because yeah. you know, It needs more memory, yeah. it's higher development costs. So that's again where like Intel and Qualcomm come, come into sure. play. And yeah, so Amazon is trying to get all these companies together, so you're not gonna need right. you, I mean, I guess you'd still have your multiple devices, but it does make our previous BBC smart assistant talk make a
0: lot more sense now, too. Yeah, sure. I mean, that, that does make sense. So the, the big... G- hmm? no, go go ahead. Ahead. no, you go
2: ahead. Oh, I say the big thing, though, is who has not signed on. Which is? That's uh, Google, Samsung, yeah. and Apple. Man, unless we get Bixby, we're not doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, and you can kind of see why they're a little bit more reluctant, right? Like right. Like, it's easy for Amazon because they're just dominating the smart speakers yeah. everywhere, except... For smartphones, yeah. So it's kind of telling that like the three big smartphone manufacturers yeah. are, you know, not so willing to let Amazon get the get this foothold there. Yeah, it's a shame that Fire Phone never worked well, out. <laughs> so, th- so they've got this idea instead, which is yeah. a, a pretty good one if they yeah. can get yeah. Apple get and people to Samsung sign on on board.
0: Yeah. What do you have at your house?
2: Uh, we have, I've got uh, Alexa and, and Google. And Google, but okay. But I, I do say I haven't plugged either of them back in since we moved.
0: Okay. Well, when you plug them in, <laughs> and I'll do this too, see if you can get to the Mindset Digital podcast just with your voice. Okay. Okay? We used to be able to do that, for hmm. sure. And uh, But I've been having problems. I do that podcast, Sports Wednesday, and whenever I tell it to play, it plays one from June. Hmm. Now, the... Do I need to put in a special skill or anything first, or should I just try it? Well, first just try it. Okay. Uh, I've noticed that when it worked, it would say it's getting the Mindset Digital podcast from TuneIn, Hmm. where we're kind of cross-posted. And then there's also a skill called AnyPod, which is supposed Mm -hmm. to work, and and yet it cannot find any of my podcasts. (laughs) So Okay. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's just one of our, our, our personal research things, because we got to figure out how we can tell the people that they can listen to the Mindset Digital podcast. Yeah. Something on the internet that makes me laugh. So, all right. So, that brings us to uh, something to make me laugh, and I yeah. brought something to make you laugh. All right. I'm super excited, because now, you know, when we used to have interns... <laughs> This was what they had to do, and they'd find something to make me laugh. And I'd always they'd come in and stand where you're standing, and I'd say, "What was your strategy?" And every single intern said, "Everybody told me that you find animals funny, (laughs) and it's true." And so I have an animal video. But the good thing about this animal video is it's more the reaction of the children <laughs> that you will hear rather than what the animal is doing itself that I found funny. And this was a late addition because I had something totally different and then I saw this today and I'm like I'm going for it. Maybe it's want some food. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Basically, we have just watched a vertical phone video of a moose destroying some kids' trampoline. <laughs> what do you think, Wiener?
2: I, it was cute. The, the vertical was a nice touch. Yeah, the family video. You could just
0: hear the kids at first, they're like, oh, cool, maybe he's hungry. And then he basically starts pulling off the side and they're like, uh, oh. But I like the one kid, he's an optimist, because so the moose knocked half of the trampoline down so it's at an angle, and he's like, oh, yeah, we can make a slide yeah. out of that. That's good. We can do <laughs> yeah. that. How, how do we make trampolines even more dangerous? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I, uh, I We used to have a trampoline when my kids were little, oh. and... All the neighborhood kids were constantly on it. And I was like, this is not going to end well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we we were not allowed to have trampolines. Yeah, I wasn't (laughs) either. And I'm like,
0: let me be the cool dad. Actually, I wasn't even against it. And then my wife had me drink a little too much one Saturday. And she's like, let's go get a trampoline. And I was like, absolutely, we'll do that. Tales of Drinking
2: but Pete. the fact that you weren't allowed to have one when you were a kid, like, how early on did we know these things were incredibly
0: dangerous? I don't know. We had one in gym class when I was a kid, and it didn't have, like, the nets, right? Yeah, there's big nets now. And so, literally, they had all the kids in the class stand around it holding our hands up like this in case somebody came too close to the edge. You were supposed to push them back in. And then, you know, Sister Nancy would let you do, like, six jumps, and then it would be the next kid's turn. So... Yeah, they are bad. And so then a bunch of the neighborhood adults one night were having a party and drank some alcohol, and then they all got on it at the same time, and it, like, (laughs) tacoed. It, like, bent in the middle. And kind of entrap them in there. And then I ordered replacement parts to fix it. And once I did that, it was never the same again. It was like wobbly. And I remember I was out there fixing it and like all the neighborhood kids are lined up at the fence outside of my backyard, like just looking over, like, can we go now, Mr. Brown can we? So, yeah. So I, I'm, I am done. First of all, well, you little kids freak you out. So yeah. having a trampoline would be a bad idea oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. I had a friend once who had one indoors in, like, the bonus room in his house. Oh, my God. that is pretty cool. Uh, how high were those ceilings? Pretty high. Well, so that's the, the
2: Columbus lore, right? Like, uh, Mikey of Late Night Slice, there's a trampoline in the apartment over Oddfellows. Is that true? I, I, that's what I've heard. And you can, like, see people bouncing up and down in the window. If that's at the one that's, that uh, where the short, space bar is? Uh, the one in Short North on, uh, like, Second or by, by Bodega Oh, okay. Ish. I got you.
0: I yeah. got you. Okay. Well, there you go. This yeah. is this podcast has had that's everything. It, it. <laughs> Started out with WeWork, ends with uh, an alleged trampoline in the apartment above Mikey's late night slice in the short north. Yeah. All right. So if you ever see somebody bouncing, <laughs> try and get some video, and we'll put it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Another good episode, Wiener. <laughs> Keep it going. Good times. Good times. The Mindset Digital Podcast is brought to you by
1: Mindset Digital. We bring workforces up to speed in our fast-forward digital world. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend, or even better, leave us a review on iTunes. Have questions, comments, or ideas about the podcast you want to share with our team? Send them to podcast at mindsetdigital.com. This episode was produced by Pete Brown and featured Matt Wiener and me, Bria Schultz. Some music in today's show is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode.